0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 170 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. I'm your host. Looking forward to jumping into the show with you today. Got a good interview with Adagio Lopetti coming up here. Before we get into that, I'm going to jump into the short version of the breakdown presented by O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in World Rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S.com. Uh, So, yeah, talk about the American Raptors. Don't really have much to update everybody on. It's been a pretty quiet week um, over here in Glendale. Um, I haven't been able to be around the team that much. This has been having some nasty snowstorms, one nasty snowstorm this week, but it's been really cold. Um, So I haven't been around the team much, but uh, the second preseason match, I I have heard, will be announced next week. So I expect to see uh, them competing against Two MLR teams. I think I'm okay to say that. There'll be two more MLR teams that they're playing against. Um, and after that, that match with the Seawolves on February 5th. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. That's pretty exciting. Um, it should be a good test for them as they get warmed up to play in the Super Rugby Americas competition. Um, and I guess the only really other Raptors update I have is I'm um, sad to say that Trey Smalls uh, has departed the, the program. I saw him today, said bye to him. Um, but he's left the program to pursue a football opportunity. So Trey was one of the original members of that XO team. Came in in November of 2020. Uh, All time great guy, I'm going to miss him. Um, always like talking to Trey. Really nice, um, and he was picking up rugby really well. I remember early on asking uh, Travis Haugen, the, the data guy for the Raptors, you know who was like impressing him. I'm trying to figure out, do my due diligence, figure out who, you know, is turning the coach's heads. Who I should keep my eyes on. And he always told me that Trey always had sneaky good games. Like, you might not look like it from the beginning. You go back and watch the tape, Trey's always uh, performing really well. Um, and I think most people that watched him play could see that, could see how good of a player he was and how good of a player he was becoming. Um, so I'm bummed to see him go, but I'm happy for him. Wish him the best of luck in his new endeavor. Looking forward to watching him play football. And hopefully he tears it up. Hopefully he takes his thing to, to the limit and – Uh, He he makes the most of it. So, shout out Trey, we miss you, man. But uh, wishing you the best of luck in in your next opportunity. Uh, That that about does it for the breakdown. Like I said, pretty short episode version of the breakdown. Excuse me. Uh, So we'll go jump into all the rugby you can watch this weekend. And that's brought to you by Wintergreen. Wintergreen loves rugby and wants to support USA Rugby's mission of uniting an inclusive, passionate rugby community to grow the sport of rugby in America. Wintergreen gels, cream sprays, and soaks are made with wintergreen oils and other therapeutic natural oils to help soothe and support sore muscles and joints to keep you at your best. Visit wintergreensport.com to purchase the products you need to help you prepare to win. So round four of the Challenge Cup uh, this weekend. Round four of the Champions Cup is also this weekend. You can catch both those competitions on Flow Rugby. Allianz Premier 15's round eight. Catch that on premier15s.com. Uh, we got the 2020 Women's Sevens Nationals on Saturday and Sunday. You can catch that on NCR's YouTube page. And then we've got the Hamilton Sevens rolling. So this is the first event back on the HSBC Sevens Circuit. We've got the men's and women's team in action this week. So the men take on Japan on Friday at 2.16 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, take on Ireland on Friday at 5.44 p.m. Mountain Time. And then Uruguay Friday at 8.28 p.m. Mountain Time. So you got a bunch of men's rugby to watch tomorrow. And you also have women's rugby to watch tomorrow. USA Women's Sevens take on Spain at 3 p.m. on Friday. Uh, Brazil at 6.40 p.m. on Friday. And then Ireland at 9.12 p.m. on Friday. So uh, your afternoon's booked up. You can watch Sevens. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to watch that. Keep your eyes peeled. Former Raptor David still competing again. He's kind of the mainstay on that team now. Um, so... Enjoy some of that rugby. I um, no, I'm looking forward to watching some sevens again. It's about that time of year for me. Uh, so I can't wait to watch. Let's move into the interview portion of the show. It's an interview with American Raptors forward Adagio Lopetti. It's brought to you by Guard Lab. Join the mouthguard revolution with American-made mouthguards that perform, protect, and recover. For more information, visit GuardLab.com. So Daggio Lopetti is an interesting backstory. I uh, played on the offensive line at Kansas. Hadn't really played rugby before this opportunity. He says in the interview he moved to Colorado. Kind of, I want to work in marketing and, and be a photographer and videographer. was um, so just kind of couch surfing with Lene. Bumped into American Raptors backs coach Mosé Timoteo. Um, and Mosé, everybody kind of knows Mosé, I guess in Cal- in California in the Bay Area. Uh, so Adagio gets in the story about how he just wanted to be respectful and, and say hi. And next thing he knew, he's accidentally committed to trying out for the rugby team. So uh, it's all kind of worked out. Adagio's mainstay on the team now, and he's like the, he is the, the prototype for this program. Former offensive lineman playing at Kansas Big 12 football, turning these guys into rugby players, and, and he's picking it up really well. So uh, super nice guy, really talented with the camera also. I recommend checking out his work if you haven't seen it. Um, But with that, let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with American Raptors forward Adagio Lopetti. All right, pleased to be joined on the show by American Raptors forward Adagio Lopetti. Adagio, how's it going, man?
1: Not too bad, just trying to stay warm.
0: I know, it's a cold day today, big snowstorm. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me, Adagio. Looking forward to jumping into this one. Um, And the first question we ask everybody that comes on the show, is just can you tell us a little bit about where you're from?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I grew up in California, uh, in the Bay area, uh, from a small town called East Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just grew up, grew up there my whole life. And then, um, I'm here now. So.
0: Very nice. What sports did you play growing up?
1: Uh, I played basketball, soccer, um uh, didn't play football until I got to high school.
0: Oh, really? And, and yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of ended up, you know, taking you where you wanted to go. So when did, um, you know, Playing football become something you kind of wanted to take seriously.
1: Uh, I played football uh, throughout like high school. Just yeah. played it because I was big. Yeah, and then um, when it got to my senior year, I realized I'm like, man, I don't want my parents to pay for school. So I took the uh, union college route, went to JUCO. I San Mateo College, twenty minutes away from my uh, house, and then. Um, was blessed and fortunate enough to get a scholarship to Kansas after two years there, so, yep.
0: Very nice. Did you have any other offers, or just how did you end up at Kansas?
1: Um, I had uh, previous offers, but four of my teammates got offered to Kansas, and I tried to stop my my recruiting process. Um, All the players that came back to talk to the team um, that went on to the universities, they – I had a similar story they said that they wish they went to college with a former teammate from their junior college so i kind of just took that you know um and then i was like i'd rather just go to a place i don't know what teammates i do know
0: yeah no that definitely makes sense that's got to make the transition a lot easier when you already know a bunch of people uh what did you think did you like kansas i've never spent much time in lawrence but i've spent uh a few weekends at Kansas State. I have family in, in southwestern Kansas, so I'm familiar with the state a little bit. But did you, how was the experience at Kansas overall?
1: Oh yeah, just sorry for your loss. We spending <laughs> some time at Kansas State. Couple,
0: couple fake patties <laughs> uh, day. Did you ever make the trip to Fake Patties Day?
1: Uh no, never. We were always so busy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I hear football. you. It, it
0: was a good couple of weekends. I had fun while I was there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean Lawrence, Lawrence in general is, is a small college town, so it's definitely fun uh to be around all the students and the environment and the culture uh but kansas itself i mean it's the middle of nowhere yeah like the it was definitely a culture shock for me coming from uh such a diverse yeah uh city and place and um yeah the transition was definitely hard but it like i said earlier it was easier with all my former teammates coming with me so that made it easier but lawrence i I mean i don't have no regrets yeah. Um, That's, like, awesome. It's, like, you know, I spent, what, three to four years there. So, I know a lot of people there. I have a lot of, you know, friends that turn into family over there. So,
0: Yeah. When you say culture yeah. shock, if you, like, gave me – you say pick the exact opposite of the Bay Area, I'd probably say Kansas. So, uh, But Lawrence is a nice part of Kansas, so that you have that going for you. That's good.
1: No, definitely, yeah.
0: What is – uh? how was the competition, like, playing in the Big 12? Like, was that – what was that like for you to make that jump? Was it was it a big jump? I'm just kind of wondering what that what that transition was like.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, every uh every step uh, from junior college to college and even to the NFL. The only difference is, and you can ask a lot of players, this is just the speed. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just faster. So, and that's what I had to get uh, acclimated to. Uh, I used to as well. So it was just the players there was just faster. You know, everyone's Big, strong, and fast. So you kind oh, yeah. of just, you know, you're you're competing against good players uh, all the time. So
0: is there? And a, then you're oh, sorry, I'll keep going.
1: No, I'm just saying you're competing with people who are like uh, getting uh, drafted first round and all that. So like, it's not you know easy competition. It is definitely it's competition every week. Yeah,
0: that leads into the next question. Do you do you have someone that like off the top of your mind that was the toughest person to block?
1: Uh yeah, I mean, uh, my former teammate Daniel Wise, uh-huh. um, who's with the Kansas uh, City Chiefs right now. uh oh. Um, yeah. So he was probably one of the best players that I, I went against. And then, um, I can't name uh Kyron Johnson. He's with the Eagles. Mm. Um, he's another player on defense. Number 44. Uh, he plays for the Lions. But he was a linebacker. We play he played at Oklahoma State. He was really good. Oh, was that that um, uh,
0: Malcolm Rodriguez guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, center yeah. of Hard knocks, so that's one of the reasons I know him.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. had to go against him at the college. Um and there's a there, there's just a lot of um we also um, I didn't play out on this side of the ball, but we I mean I played against Carla Murray. Yeah. Not Carla Murray, uh Jalen uh, Hurts. Yeah. yeah, Carla Murray. So all those guys, um, and, man, you know, when you talk about athletes,
0: those guys are just freak athletes. Right. Mur- uh, Murders so, row. No kidding. Yeah. So. Uh, Adagio, so then what what did the college kind of look like, or what is like the timeline after college ended for you, um, and, and just kind of how did you wind up with the American Raptors, if you could kind of take us through that timeline?
1: Oh, yeah. So I was – at the time I was getting my master's degree,
0: And it's my last year at
1: Kansas and we just uh, got a new coaching staff uh, from Buffalo and their whole purpose was to come in and just uh, change the program. Mm -hmm. And obviously they did a great job because, uh,
0: yeah, they had an awesome year year this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They just, you know, they went to a bowl game in about, I don't know, 10 plus years. Mm -hmm. Um, so like obviously they know what they're talking about and, um, well, my transition to rugby, like I was at coming to an end at Kansas and I was just trying to figure out what I was gonna do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then um I hit up because I know Lena was here. Yeah. And Lena Lina me the backstory about me and Lena is that we went to St. Junior College mm-hmm. and we're from the Bay Area too, so we knew each other prior to any of this. And then um I kinda just hit him up. I was like, uh I think I'm gonna just come to Denver and just you know, to get on your couch um, and just try to find a job because I wasn't planning on doing pro uh, pro day or anything. Yeah, I was kind of done with it. Yeah, I like I said before, uh, one of my main reasons for playing was to get a free education, so I didn't have to. My parents didn't have to pay. So when football was done, I was like, I kind so of just you know.
0: Yeah, I'm it served its purpose. Yeah,
1: yeah, so it kind of served my purpose. So I came down here and. um what I really wanted to do was get into uh, video and uh photography mm-hmm. uh so funny story is uh Nine, uh hit up the marketing team um but there was no uh available uh position to open, yeah, and then um and at the time I was still working out, so I would always go into the gym and then and work out and then I told Lene, I was like, I'm not playing Ruby, don't ask <laughs> me or don't tell you don't tell your coaches, yeah and then um shabbat the head coach now uh the forward coach back then saw me and she kind of gave me an eye and then it was like nah i already tried <laughs> <laughs> um and then i was just in there working out and then out of the blue like uh, Mose, uh we all know mostly from back home he's a big name back home yeah so just just out of respect i just you know gave him my respects, said I didn't talk to him. And then funny thing is he he asked me what I was doing on Friday, if I was free. And, you know, just being respectful. I said, Oh yeah, I'm not doing nothing. He said, Okay, uh we're gonna be here at twelve yeah. and he didn't say no specifics or anything. And then Luna is just laughing in the background. He's like And I'm like, Why are you laughing? He's like, You just told him that you're gonna come here at twelve and that's tryouts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, there you go. So I kinda just yeah, so I kind of just like, well, I was looking, trying to look for a job. I mean, this, uh, you know, I can't, might as well make money doing this. Yeah, I got, I got nothing to lose. So, and that's really how I just became to be part of the American
0: Raptors. Well, that's a good story. Did have you, did you play rugby before this at all?
1: Uh, I played like, like just like messing around like touch. Yeah, but not nothing, nothing serious. Uh, my friend Cici, he was always uh playing rugby and he always told me because we went to the same high school mm-hmm. and then um he always he said oh if you want to come play touch you can just come and I just came, and messed around but I never really played it seriously or yeah. I never knew like the actual rules or anything
0: so how are you liking it now that you're fully immersed uh it's definitely a different tra- uh transition
1: but it's definitely like having all my peers here like I said uh yeah. the transition from Kansas from JUCO to Kansas, um, it made it easier because I had all my friends and my former teammates. Yeah, and transition to from Kansas to rugby is kind of the same deal because all my friends from junior college um, is here. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. I was gonna and, ask you about uh, that. Like, what what is that? That's gotta be so nice because I've talked to Lina and Watson about this. So who who all is it? Right. It's is it Lina? Um, it's me. Sione.
1: Yeah, name Mikey uh uh-huh. and uh Watson.
0: Yeah. So that that's like the way that they explained it to me when Watson was kinda of taking me through his decision to, you know, like not go back to LA or whatever. He's like, I wanna come here because this is kind of something we always talked about was being in the same place and playing sports together. Now you get to do that. You get paid to play sports, you could live it's kinda of like college, right? You live like in the same area in the same buildings and that's gotta be awesome. That's like everyone's dream, I feel like.
1: Definitely. Uh, we always joke around. We always say this is a
0: college 2.0 without yeah. the class. <laughs> that's the best part. Then no class.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like I said before, like this transition was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference between football and rugby is that uh, you play straight. So you play 40 minutes straight or 80 minutes straight, mm-hmm. and it's not like you know how football. You get um, it's a burst of like six min, uh, six seconds, eight seconds, Yeah. and then you get a break. Um, but this one is this nonstop play, and that's the only difference. Um, but, I mean, you get to play in uh, both sides, all sides of the ball, actually, defense, offense, uh, special teams. If you put it into that, if you look at it like that, because we get to kick off, right. receive, all that, you know, so it's kind of playing football, but it's just all in one. For sure. We you know. So it's kind of cool to see both sides of the ball or just be around the ball the whole time.
0: So. Definitely, because I mean, did you get did you get to play much defensive line in high school or anything? Oh uh,
1: yeah, I played O line and D line in high school, nice. and then when I got to college, primary position was just O line.
0: Yeah. So have you enjoyed like like tackling and stuff again? And I'm sure it's nice to get the ball because, I mean, most of the the offensive and defensive linemen that I talked to are that's what they've liked about the transition mode, just getting to run a little bit. Yeah,
1: definitely get to run the ball. It's just, uh, at my position, you find yourself playing defense more. Yeah. So, uh, like, just getting uh, used to playing defense and just adjusting your body to play uh, that role is different. But it's also very exciting because it's something new, you know? Yeah. You get to, like, actually um, – because playing o I mean, you, like you don't get recognized for – Playing the position, right? Because it's always uh, You know, you get recognized for when you do something bad. Yeah. But when you, you know your job is just to block, so you get no recognition for that. So playing both sides of the ball, especially playing defense, you know, you kind of feel like a defensive like lineman kind of. Definitely. Like, yeah. So.
0: That's cool. What do you have like a moment when you kind of realized rugby was fun? Like, could it – was it your first match or? I don't know. Maybe like the first time in training where things just clicked. Is there something that comes to the top of your mind where you, you kind of realize, like, man, this is fun. I like doing this. Uh
1: yeah, I think it, um. Well, the moment the moment that made me realize rugby was fun was, it's kind of outside of rugby. Yeah. Um. That's I, a told, good I told too. Uh, Yeah, I told the boys um, when you play football, the world sees you. But when you play rugby, you see the world, oh wow, and um, yeah, so like you know what I mean it's been fortunate enough to see different cultures, yeah, different players, and um in rugby, you play you if you play long enough, you're not to go play with somebody you played against, yeah, definitely. Um, so I think I think that's the beauty of rugby, it's um and um. You get, you know, you just get to see all walks of life, and you kind of get to be immersed in it instead of just be, instead of just see it. And then, um, yeah, and then we were talking last week about it um, that rugby, you know, just like any sport, but rugby, um, it's just a microcosm of life. You know, there's many lessons in it that you can apply to it in life, Mm -hmm. and especially when you play 80 minutes or 40 minutes or however many minutes you play. You know, you just gotta overcome adversity every single play. And when you mess up, you can't you can't like dwell on it. You kind of just kind of move on. And that's kind of how life is. So that's when I realized, like, man, if this game is not fun, if I'm not enjoying this, uh, I'm definitely not seeing what it brings to the table because there's a lot of things that it does bring. So
0: yeah, that's an awesome answer, Dazzy. That's super profound. And uh, I've talked about this before, but I talked to one of the like longtime Raptors, uh, Christian Sarmento, about this, too, during COVID when things were pretty slow. And he kind of said the same thing was like the best thing about rugby is it will take you wherever you want to go. And it's going to introduce you to some great people like when you get there. And I mean, you kind of said it right there. So that's awesome answer. Um, I'll ask you a couple more before I let you go. I really appreciate your time. Uh what are, what are you like most excited about with this move to Super Rugby Americas?
1: Uh I'm definitely excited just to uh the competition wise. Mm-hmm. Um South America has definitely uh, over the years they have uh proved themselves to the world that you know they're uh they're not a, like they're not somebody just to like look over. Yeah. And I and I think it'll help just us be better players and better people in general, and um, also, like, it'll help us uh, improve our game. And just, like I said before, just seeing different cultures and being uh, able to be part of it, and um, I think uh, those are the two things I'm really excited about, just the competition level and then just seeing different cultures. And honestly, um, just to see how far this program can go, you know, because I believe that we can go far with this, especially in this new league. Um, even though we're young and new to the sport, uh, you know, nothing, you know, when it comes to rugby, uh, hard work with these talents. So.
0: Yeah. Sky's the limit. I'm excited to watch. I can't wait. And it's coming quick. Um, and Adagio, last question i ask you before you leave it, as you already mentioned Sarah Shabbat, you, you, talked about, she is taking over as the head coach of this program. As a forward, you spent some time around her this last last year or so. Uh, What's she like to play for, and, and why is she going to excel as the head coach's program?
1: Um, I I think uh, Coach Bach is going to excel as a head coach because just being part uh, of the forward group and being part of you know her 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 players, mm-hmm. she really like she's really a players coach. Yeah. So. She listens to us and if there's things that we tell her she um takes the time to like sit down and actually have a conversation with us and see how we are feeling and um and I think that goes a long way um because uh you know i i we play, i play sports for a while, so yeah. I see many coaches and I think that sarah Shabbat um really cares about her players individually and I think that's what will take her far. Is yes. The character she has for her players. And also, she has, you know, she has a good team around her. Um, and all around, she's just a great person, great individual. You know, she's a better person than she is, you know. She's a good person first, and she is a coach. So. Yeah,
0: That's awesome. Good answer, Daggio. I appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you so much for your time with Daggio. Looking forward to watching you play this season. should be fun. Uh, thanks so much.
1: Thank you. I hope you have a good one.
0: All right, hopefully everybody enjoyed that interview with American Raptors forward Adagio Lopetti. Thank you to Adagio for calling me on his off day, uh, snowy day, so we're both kind of locked down in the house it sounds like. But I do appreciate the time, appreciate the conversation. Uh, Looking forward to watching Adagio play this year. It's a good move in the required reading portion of the show. The required reading portion of the show is brought to you by Gilbert Rugby. Gilbert is the official rugby equipment supplier of the American Raptors. Visit worldrugbyshop.com to grab all of your Gilbert Rugby gear. Uh, so, something that I, I've been, you know, seeing the last couple of days is that news broke earlier this week that Ed Haggerty passed away. Um, Haggerty was editor-in-chief of Rugby Magazine from 1977 to 2009, uh, really paved the way for for rugby media, and I just wanted to make sure I paid my respects. Um, I, I didn't know Ed personally, um, but it's been really cool to read all the stuff about him in the last few days and get to know him and his work um, and I'm appreciative, appreciative for all the work that he did to grow the game of rugby um, and rugby media because that's how I have a job. So I um, wanted to make sure I promoted that. So the piece I put in there, there's a lot of them. Alex Scott wrote a few too. I recommend checking those out if you, can, if you track them down. This piece just Rugby Community Morning, passing of Ed Haggerty uh, in the U.S. Rugby Foundation, so I will link that in the article that houses his podcast, and I encourage you to go check out the, the stuff that Alex Goff's been putting out the last couple of days as well, because he worked closely with him for a while. So did a good job of depicting the the type of man that Ed Haggerty was, and a good job of showcasing his work. So I wanted to make sure I touched on that, so rest in peace, Ed. Uh, thank you for everything you did for the game of rugby. Skip over the stat of the week one more time. Um, two more weeks, really. Sorry, everybody, but we'll start talking about that here in a little bit. Close the show at the loop. Loop is presented by First Bank. First Bank's the official banking partner of Infinity Park. They believe in banking for good, doing their best to do right by their customers, communities, and employees. Banking for good. Member FDIC. Please follow along on Twitter at the NVR underscore rugby. At is my personal, if you want to give me a follow as well. Um Stay tuned, working on some stuff. We've got um, Raptors Media Day next week, so we should have a, a jam-packed show. Hopefully some good interviews, a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff going on. I will be writing a bunch of stuff when I get everybody in a room together. Uh, so stay tuned for all that. Looking forward to doing that. Um, I appreciate everybody for listening to the show. Hope you had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Catch you all back here next Friday with the American Raptors Media Day episode.